Welcome to the Shoreline Community Church Podcast, a community of love, acceptance, forgiveness, and belonging. For more information, be sure to check us out online at shorelinecc.com. So the Israelites had been wandering in the desert for 40 years. They'd gotten used to a manna showing up every day. And slowly but surely, all the parents died, and the children became the parents. And they were a new group of people. Only two people remained from the original. It's Caleb and Joshua. And they have a new leader now, because Moses died. And you know, when you have a new leader, it's kind of scary. Will they, do, will they do a good job? And God said, it's time to move into the promised land. And so they, they started towards the promised land. But when you're in the desert, water can be fierce because water is scarce. And when it shows up, it can be pretty fierce. And they got to the Jordan River, and it was at flood stage. And so they, they have a choice, right? And the people waited. What jo- what's Joshua going to do? But then God gave Joshua a job. He told him how to do it. And he sent the people, he sent t- the, the priests into the water with the Ark of the Covenant on their shoulders. Now, the, the Jordan's at f- flood stage, And the Israelites have been told to stay three football links, no, I'm sorry, ten football links away from the ark. So just visualize this. They're a long ways away from the ark. But they're watching those priests because the the river is at flood stage and it is rushing past. And as soon as the first priest steps in, the water dries up. And it They just watch the rest of the water go down in front of them. And the priests are standing in the water, or lack thereof. As they're standing in the riverbed as the whole of the nation passes across the Jordan River. This was a major transition for the Israelites, and I think for us, at the beginning of the year, we can learn something from this transition from them. How do we transition from 2022 to 2023? How do we transition from a time of COVID to the new normal? We're in a big transition as a society, and we can learn from them some hallmarks to put in place. So we're going to start in Joshua chapter 4, verse 20. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the 12 stones that they had taken out of the Jordan. You see, God told Joshua, once the priests are done, get as they're going by, have, have 12 Israelites, one from each tribe, pick up a big rock and carry it with you. And Joshua set up at Gilgal the 12 stones that they had taken out of the Jordan. And he said to the Israelites, in the future... When your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean? Tell them, 
Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you until he had crossed over. The Lord your God did to the Jordan what he had done to the Red Sea when he dried it up before us until we had crossed over. This is like a little picture of what God had done with Moses. And now he's established Joshua's leadership for the nation. But Joshua gives them a very important thing. He said, lay down markers to pass along the story. This verse is why our Christmas tree is a remembrance tree. And every year we look through what God has done this year and we pick out an ornament that says, this is what God did for us. And I was having a conversation with God last night. I was like, okay, the kids are kind of right. Because one of them mouthed off one year and said, yeah, I know, I know. Things were horrible and then God saved us. (laughs) Every one of our stories, right? I was like, you know, they're kind of right. Why don't we have any joy to joy to joy? Right? And it's because we don't look for God in those places of joy to joy to joy. But we see his movement in the hard times. So as you are transitioning out of 2022, what markers do you need to lay down? What things do you want to remember? God did this for me. Because when I'm in a similar place in the future, or when my kids are in a similar place in the future, I need to remember this. There was a time God gave me a word, and I had, and I, I had a rock of lava on my on my um, oh, fireplace for quite a while to remember what he was teaching me in that season. But for us, most of the time, it's our ornaments. And this year, we put an ornament up for my dad because he passed. And it was a really hard season for us. But we saw God. We saw God in my dad's life, and we saw God in him carrying us through the hard times. So marking the things that God has done is the first thing that we do in times of of transition. Um, William Bridges talks about transition being knowing what you're letting go of and letting go of it, redefining who you are without what you lost in new direction. And those three things show up all over the place. And that's, the first one is, where have I been? Where have I seen God? How do I want to lay down markers to remember that? So, what do you want to remember from 2022? And then what can you do to mark God's activity in your life? What can you do to lay down the marker? This is who God was when, we, when I couldn't move that day. This is who God was when I felt like I was alone. This is who God was when I felt like God didn't have any use for me anymore. And what remembrance would God have you lay out so that you remember? Because he showed you that you were useful. He provided for you. He gave you the strength and the energy to keep going. So once the Israelites were through the Jordan River and they set up at Gilgal, then the next thing they did was rededicate their lives to God. Now, I had this conversation with my daughters because I thought it was a little weird for me to be talking about circumcision. But my youngest said, talk about circumcision of the heart. Let's, start in, let's go to chapter 5, verse 7. So he raised up their sons in their place 
And these were the ones Joshua circumcised. They were still uncircumcised because they had not been circumcised on the way. And after the whole nation had been circumcised, they remained where they were in camp until they were healed. When we're under stress, we revert to self-protection mode. In fact, we, as we go through life, our family of origin and life in general teach us different ways to protect ourselves. We build up barriers around our heart, but those barriers also keep us from connecting to God. They say, I may trust you, but not totally. I'm not safe except from me. And we all build those things up in our heart when we go through tough times. We all flinch a little bit more than we did before. What barriers around your heart is God asking you to surrender? Here's a trick. You can't drop those barriers. It's, it's nearly impossible for us to drop the barriers in our hearts. But we can give God permission to remove them for us. When we say, I am going to trust you, then we get up and turn away, and the next instant we are back in self-protection mode. But when we say, God, I trust you and I give you permission to lower these barriers around my heart that the hard times have, have built up, that I've come to expect people to hurt me, I've come to expect to have to provide for myself, I give you permission to remove those barriers. Then we start seeing him do it as we walk. In the midst of it, we start hearing his voice. You don't have to do that. Oh yeah, God's with me. And the barrier comes down just a little bit. And we start to trust him with our whole heart again. And the nation of Israel rededicated themselves to God. And while they were healing, it appears that Joshua... went ahead and went hunting. Then, jo then the Lord said to Joshua, today I have rolled away the reproach from Israel Egypt for you. I'm gonna, um, I jumped ahead and I'm going to jump back because this is important. Sometimes I meet people who think that, the only special, that only special people hear God's voice. And this couldn't be further from the truth. If you haven't yet heard God's voice, or you don't know how to hear his voice on a regular basis, then this is for you. Barriers around your heart that protect us from keeping us are, will also keep us from hearing God's voice. What barriers might God be asking you to let him work on today? So the Israelites rested. And Joshua apparently went out to scout the land like he had done so many years ago. 
He wanted to see what God had for them next. So I'm going to catch us up where we are on our, our list today. We are figuring out where God's shown up and finding a way to market. We are allowing him in and giving him permission to work on the barriers of our heart. And now Joshua is looking to what's next. This is the fun part, isn't it? We always like to look, well, okay, there are some people who don't like to look towards what's next. They like things to stay the same. I love to look towards what's next. In my mind, I jump out of airplanes. I haven't tried it, so I don't know if that's true. But in my mind, I jump out of airplanes. I love what's next. I love new things. And Joshua apparently did too, because the first thing he did was to go scout out the land. What God has told us to take this land down. What's our first step? It's always good to dream where God might want to take us this year. But to make goals on what we think we can achieve or what we should achieve is short-sighted. Joshua shows us another way. See, he was scoping out the possibilities. And I think that it's very possible that, you know, he saw a little town over here that didn't have a lot of support. We could, we could take that town. And then we could take the next town, and, and there's about five or six of those around, and we could take these. But the angel of the Lord showed up to Joshua and said, now, when Joshua was near Jericho, he looked up and saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. Joshua went up to him and asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? Neither, he replied, but as commander of the army of the Lord, I have now come. Then Joshua fell face down to the ground in reverence and asked him, What message does my Lord have for his servant? The commander of the Lord's army replied, Take off your sandal for the place you are standing is holy, and Joshua did so. And the angel of the Lord told him that he was supposed to take Jericho. That was a little bigger than he probably was planning on taking on, first thing, one of the most fortified cities. But Joshua was about to get a download from God. He was going to hear God's goals for the near future and get a game plan for accomplishing that goal. Now the gates of Jericho were securely barred because of the Israelites. No one went out and no one came in. Then the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have delivered Jericho into your hands, along with its kings and its fighting men. When we make goals, sometimes we make what we call stretch goals. But when God makes goals, his sometimes are what we in the natural call pipe dreams. Everything Joshua had seen was telling him that they needed an easier target at first, not the big fortified city on the plains. God didn't just give Joshua a goal. He gave him a plan on how to accomplish the goal. And it didn't sound normal. His battle plan had a lot to do with praising and making noise. That was not a normal battle plan. March around the city once with all the armed men. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram's horns in front of the ark. 
On the seventh day, march around the city seven times and with the priests blowing the trumpets. And when you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout, and then the walls of the city will collapse and the army will go up, everyone straight in. In Scripture, God often gives the battle plan of worship. Generations after this first battle, Jehoshaphat in 2 Chronicles 20 is another leader who went to God first, this time while Israel was under attack. God's battle plan was this. Do not be afraid and discouraged, and I'm reading in 2 Chronicles 20. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours but God's. Tomorrow march down against them and they will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Juriel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your position, stand firm and see the deliverance of the Lord will give you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid, do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow and the Lord will be with you. You go out worshiping and you see God do the job. So often when we set a goal, we know how we want to accomplish it. We Google the best way to lose weight. Instead, what if we went to God with these things? Oh, by the way, no one tells you that stress just makes you gain weight. It isn't that you eat differently. It's that your body says, I need more. And it holds it on. I'm just saying. (laughs) Instead, if we went to God with these things, what if he pressed on our hearts and as we asked him, what should I do about this, God? How do you want me to proceed in this? What is your goal for my life this year? What is your goal that should be on my sheet of paper? Not mine. What are your goals for me? And then once he gives us that, what if we went out praising? I propose that we find a new way to start this new year. I don't know about you, but I'm a planner junkie. And a few years ago, I started to get stumped on planners because the first thing they want you to do is list five goals for your year. But all my goals weren't quite big enough to go for a whole year. And I started just asking God what he wanted for this week. And I started seeing him do major things. Let's remember what God has done and lay down markers and then give him permission to move anything in us that keeps us from connecting with him. And then take our calendars and plan regular times to connect with him and to hear his game plan. You know, we have some options for this. We have our encounter nights the first of each month. What if we put that on the calendar and then came and said, God, what do you want to be my top priority this month? What if we took our checkbook and said, God, how do you want to use my resources this year? Today, prayer teams are going to be available. The front is open and communion is available. Let's take time to consider these questions. 
as you look into 2023, have you set markers for how you will take time and listen for what God is saying to you? Do you have obstacles that only God can remove? What insurmountable goal is God asking you to do? What is your plan for finding his game plan? What if that was what went in our planner this year? My goal is to do this each month so that I know I'm hearing God. Take time to reflect. You know, as we continue to worship today, um, the Lord was just really speaking to me through communion. Powerful word, Pastor Kim. And I want you to continue to respond to that, but my practice is to go and get communion. And the Lord was reminding me of, you know, Dwayne, every time you do this, one of the things I love to do is I just take this little wafer and I break it. And it reminds me of the body of Christ broken. And today what Jesus was speaking to me is like, Dwayne, that barrier, that obstacle, it's time for it to be broken in your life. Amen? So I want to continue you, if you've not received communion today, or maybe you have, whatever that barrier is, I want you to bring it to the Lord and just to take that and say, Lord, as you break this, and if it falls on the ground, that's okay. We have lots of vacuums. I'll help you, Allison. So. But just to break it and say, Lord, let this be broken in my life today. And then receive that. And as you receive that, say, Lord, I'm receiving that prayer of faith that this year you're going to help me to overcome or you're going to remove that barrier. Or like Peter, you're going to help me to walk on that, over that barrier today. Amen? And then as you receive just the little bit of grape juice that is that representation of the blood of Jesus Christ, that's Jesus' blood that has cleansed us and has forgiven us and has strengthened us and has renewed us. Bring that to the Lord. Be very intentional with that today. But as we go forward, let me encourage you just to, just to take the, the, those few moments, that, those two, three, five minutes, and just bring that to the Lord and just break that and let it be a reminder that his body was broken for us and to continue to break those things. So, Lord, we bring it to you now. As we continue to respond, Lord, overcome the barriers in our life. Break the things in our life. Lord, may we be broken before you. As we continue to respond in obedience, help us as we walk in obedience to you, O oh God. Amen. Let's respond to the word of the Lord today. Amen. Amen, Lord, we thank you for the... Lord, the ways that you move in our hearts and our lives. We thank you for your word. Lord, I'm praying as we head into this new year, Lord, as Pastor Kim was talking about, Lord, that, that dream that might seem like a pipe dream, the things that would cause us, Lord, to, to want to pull back. Lord, I pray that you would help us to realize that as we lay hold to you, as we lean into you, nothing is too difficult for you. You are a miracle-working God, and we give you thanks. So, Lord, we fix our eyes on you, the author and perfecter of our faith, we cast aside every hindrance, every weight. Lord, we trust in you with all of our heart. We lean not on our own understanding, but Lord, we acknowledge you. We give full attention to you in all of our ways, trusting and knowing that you direct our paths, we pray in Jesus' name. And everyone said together, amen, amen. Thank you, and thank you, Pastor Kim, for bringing a powerful word today to the Lord. 
Um, let me encourage you to take this, get your church center app. All the notes are there. Those reflection questions are there. Let that be your devotion as we head, in, head in, into this week. If you want to hang out and pray, we encourage you to do that. We have a prayer team that can do that. This is our benediction. Let's say this together. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Now go and live for Jesus.